Hello, and welcome to Foul Puck, a podcast about sports ball for the rest of us. Unlike other sports ball podcasts, we talk about sports without assuming that you out there in listener land know everything that there is to know about neutral teams, doping in the Olympics, or broadcast rights. Today is July 5th, and I am Nancy, your host for our new series of minisodes on Olympic sports, Sparts, Olympic sports, <laughs> Olympic sports, and we are it's gonna be a banner uh, kick- day already. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great, and we are kicking it off uh, in our little minisode series here with an overview of the Olympics, and for that, I am joined by with the Hi. ice cream above her head. <laughs> I'm Rachel, uh, reporting from her childhood bedroom. Weirdly enough. <laughs> And I'm Rebecca. I look like I'm reporting from Alaska. True. You do. With no arms. With no arms. arms. That's also true. Yeah, my my arms are the same color as my chair. So it Uh, assumes that my arms are my chair (laughs) or something. Tough life. Yeah. All right, Rachel. Tell us about the Olympics. (laughs) Right. So we're having some of those, apparently. I mean, this is June 5th, as you said, or July 5th. Uh... (laughs) that's that's already where we're at we haven't just keep going and it's uh 17 days till the olympics uh maybe remember as i think we've been saying we've been following up olympics with a question mark for about a year now um so let's see where to start so as we've alluded to this is the tokyo 2020 olympics of 2021 (laughs) The Summer Games of the 32nd Olympiad, which is taking place uh, officially July 23rd through August 8th. But uh, I don't know if it starts, the sports start on July 21st, at least in our time zone. Mm-hmm. So don't tune in two days late. The opening ceremonies right. are on the 23rd. Exactly. Yes. Um, so as we just recently alluded to, it was postponed exactly 364 days to keep everything on the same day of the week as it would have been in 2020. Um, Now, this is not Japan's first time hosting the Olympics. That's wild. What, the 364 days? Yeah. That just, it's it's like so clever on some level. Anyway, carry on. also a little bit silly (laughs) on some level. Yeah, Yeah. completely. Both of those things. Yep. Yep. Uh, Okay, so this is Japan's fourth Olympics. Um, It hosted the Summer Olympics before in 1964, also in Tokyo. Um, and the Winter Olympics in 1972 in Sapporo and 1988 in Nagano. All right. Now, obviously, uh, there is the, I was going to say specter of the pandemic, but it's a little more corporeal, I think, than a specter <clears throat> at this point. Like, at least a miasma. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems like an appropriate term. Yeah. At least a miasma. That's a good band name. I'm calling that. <laughs> that a goth band yeah it should be something like that yeah so uh it has already drawn comparisons to uh the 2016 summer olympics in brazil uh which was uh the the zika virus was on Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people's minds um though that only came from mosquitoes and was not transmissible directly human to human and then in 2010 in vancouver which i kind of forgot about uh h1n1 the swine flu Oh, yeah, I was going about around that too. at that time. I had totally forgotten about that. Yeah, and that is directly transmissible human to human. 
but it's much less, uh, a much lower mortality rate than uh, COVID. So uh, we don't really have a good precedent for what's about to happen here in about 17 days. Uh, and everything I'm about to say is actually subject to change in the next <laughs> few weeks. So we'll see how outdated this episode is by the time it goes to air. All right. So sports, which <laughs> oddly enough, kind of overshadowed uh, when talking about these Olympics. But <laughs> True. Uh, so there are going to be 339 events in 41 different sports. Um, wow. As usual, there's uh, a number of new, both new uh, competitions within existing sports, like uh, three-on-three basketball, freestyle BMX biking, and something called Madison cycling, which, uh, do you know what that is, Rebecca? No. Our cycling expert? No. It has something to do with Madison Square Garden. It's some kind of American type event. I was uh, hoping you'd know, so I did no research at all. That's fine. Uh, I will look it we'll, up. We can come back to that. All right, but there are four entire new sports this year. Karate, sport climbing, surfing, and skateboarding. Nice. Yes, and we've also got the return of baseball and softball for the first time since 2008. All right, so that's the sports. Now, to look a quick overview at the, uh, the countries and competitors, we're looking at 206 nations, uh, not including North Korea, who withdrew in April over COVID concerns. And the fact that only North Korea did so, I mean, that's weird, right? That's weird. It feels like it, like, it feels like the COVID is like a, an, a scapegoat for whatever reason they really wanted to pull out. Yeah, that's probably true. I don't know what that reason would be. But... Given that it's happening in Japan. Yeah. But... Oh, yes, that's another thing. Um, so, the, uh... so do the North Korean athletes get to participate in one of these, like... Neutral I'm going to guess teams. no, because yeah. if North Korea says you can't do something, well, very fair. few North Koreans are going to do it. Fair. Uh, Good point. <laughs> yes. But uh, yeah, given what Nancy alluded to, uh, i.e. the history of Japan uh, and other nations in East Asia, uh, I thought it was interesting. I read that South Korea actually asked the IOC to ban the Japanese flag Oh wow! as an imperialist symbol. Um, of course, that... Uh, protest went nowhere well no because the ioc doesn't allow up sorry the ioc doesn't allow political protests at all right so they wouldn't Mm -hmm. allow banning a flag for a political reason i'm saying this (laughs) tongue-in-cheek yeah um but interestingly there is a banned flag uh the russian uh olympic team will once again not compete uh under the russian flag or the name of russian national team um, they are still banned after a 2019 doping scandal. Wasn't there one before the 2018? Because yes. they weren't able to compete in 2018. Yeah. Well, it either. was the the the, the as I understand this, and I'm remembering things, so I could be wrong about this. The 2019 was the confirmation of one of the previous ones. Okay. The doping occurred at the Sochi Olympics, and then they were banned for two right, subsequent right, right. Olympics after that. So. Which yes. would have been 2018 and 2020, because well, Sochi, Sochi was 2016. Sochi was 2013? No. No, it was 2016. Pretty sure. Hit Google, Rebecca. You're sitting right there. <laughs> I will. I will. So the only reason I say 2013 is because I. this is going to sound like such a brag, and I don't mean it to be that way. I was in Moscow in 2013, and they were doing like an opening. Uh, Joe's got it. They were doing like an opening ceremony. We actually got to see the um, 
the Olympic torch being brought into Moscow. Hashtag humble brag. I know. I knew how that was going to sound, but that was the that was the only reason I could the only reason I could I'm date just this Olympics. You, Rebecca, I'm just teasing you. It's, it's fine. fine. It's cool that you got to see that. So, 2014 okay. was the Sochi Olympics, but I I do yes. believe the current ban is related to the doping from the Sochi Olympics. That makes sense. So. Yes, and as of 2019, it lasts four more years. So, Yikes. both 2020 and 2022. Uh, they will not be able to compete. Uh, so they are, uh, as of this Olympics, at least competing as a neutral team and neutral athletes under the acronym ROC for Russian Olympic Committee. But uh, their uniforms and stuff can't have the name of the country or the flag on them. So that's where we're at. And yes, as uh, Rebecca said, the IOC is continuing to uphold its ban against uh, protesting or taking a knee uh, of any kind uh, during the actual games, which well, is a, an interesting idea. And uh, I don't know, I, I, that's a whole rabbit hole we could go down that's kind of like against the spirit of the whole mini-sode thing we're trying to do here. Yeah, yep. I was, I was going to sure say the is. same thing. If we went down that, this would cease to be a mini so let's acknowledge that rabbit hole, and wave think, at it, and continue on and our path. And acknowledge that we think that is a stupid decision, and then we can. Well, move on. I. Mm. Oh, okay. So we have to <laughs> we have to save this. We'll put this one aside. Okay, okay. I can I can see why they did it. I'll, I'll say that. Sure. Um, just from a logistics standpoint. Sure. And now we're moving on. Now we're moving on. Okay. Uh, all right. So as for the, the kind of the style of the games that Tokyo's trying to have, uh, or was trying to have, you know, prior to a year uh, ago, March 2020, uh, the overall goal, they said, was a more youthful and urban appeal. Uh, the word urban is pretty loaded, at least in American culture. I wasn't uh, quite sure what they were kind of going for, uh, you know, when it comes to, to Japanese officials talking about it that way. Uh, but some more uh, solid information, according to their website, the three core concepts uh, they're looking to focus on are achieving personal best, unity and diversity, and connecting to tomorrow. Well, they managed the connecting to tomorrow by pushing <laughs> off to the future. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> and that's funny because I was reading that in some of the, uh, like, talking about like tomorrow i think they use the the character the character that means uh future mm. rather than tomorrow so oh. <laughs> hey that hey. was that was prescient in there they had planning the foresight there. there it is literally tomorrow all right um so the mascot the official mascot of the 2020 summer olympics is mirai tawa a figure with blue checked patterns inspired by the game's official emblem which was may have been plagiarized but um that's its own thing uh <laughs> its fictional characteristics include the ability to teleport uh mirai okay. tau is named after the japanese words for future and eternity well i i didn't know there was a mascot is there a mascot, there's always a mascot. is there that's oh yeah there's no always a mascot either. for marketing oh yeah they sell toys well they're not doing it very well if neither of us knew about it <laughs> wow well i mean they're always a little weird like, you what? remember the London ones? The London no, ones clearly we don't weird. remember them. No, I don't remember that the wow, mascots really? existed. No. Yeah. When you said there was every... a mascot, that was the first I swear I've ever yes. heard of a mascot. Literally every Olympics. Olympics has had mascots. I, I have, have literally no never of heard of this. 
And I lived in Utah during the Salt Lake Games. So like... So is it the Olympic City that has the mascot? The city's the one who, who comes up with it, I believe. Or the okay. country, at least. Okay. Yeah. No, I have no memory of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't tell you what all of them were, but like Atlanta was a, a cute little torch. And the London ones were weird one-eyed alien things. Nope, um, nope. I got nothing. Sydney Sydney was cute Australian animals, which, I mean, you can't go wrong there. Okay, but, that's all fun. Right, my co-host, do some Googling. Look up weird Olympic mascots. <laughs> no, they I exist. think I'm good. I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> no, Thanks no, for I the demand. offer. <laughs> they have been in my eyeballs. They must be in yours. <laughs> Come back to California and make me. <laughs> yes. All right, well, I guess we got to keep moving on from that, but... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to follow up on that. Don't okay, think no, you're off the hook. You know, tweet us your favorite Olympic mascot if you mm. actually know what any of the Olympic mascots are. There we go. That's a good one. All right. So now we get to what is kind of unfortunately the main event at this point, which is various <laughs> COVID protocols and issues. Um, I didn't do a detailed look through the playbook because it's probably going to change between now and then. But as of right now, beginning of July... They have said, they have said for a while, no international guests or spectators. Though if you go to the official website, it still has a travel section letting you know uh, the beautiful parts of, of uh, Tokyo that you should visit while you're there. Womp, uh, except womp. don't. <laughs> um, as of the 21st of June, they were saying that a max of 10,000 spectators or 50% of the venue's capacity, there could be that many people in the stands, whichever is higher. Wow. Uh, with no cheering or shouting, which we kind of talked about uh, in regard to the Japanese League baseball games, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, is interesting. Um, but <laughs> three days ago, a local politician came out and announced that they may reverse this and ban the public altogether because uh, COVID numbers are rising again. <laughs> it's a wonder that COVID numbers are rising again. <sighs> With all yeah. of these people entering the country, it, I, there must be, I, I know correlation does not equal causation, but this <laughs> seems like there might be a relationship between these two data points. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so they are not, as I think we said before, because we did talk about this a few weeks ago. Uh, I don't know whether that episode has been released or not, but they're not requiring vaccinations of athletes or officials. Uh, about 93,000 athletes and officials are uh, headed into the country. They are not subject to quarantine procedures, but they must remain separate from the local population, uh, which should be totally fine because it's not like there are 300,000 staff who will be entering and exiting these areas just about every day. Um, so that, you know, that should work out just fine. Um, as of early June of 80,000 volunteers, uh, 10,000 have quit. Who can blame um, I could them? not find any updated uh, information on that, whether they found people to replace them. Yeah. I mean, if you're not even getting paid, yeah, right. uh, why risk yourself that way? Mm-hmm. Um, and if you'd like to hear a terrible sentence, um, which you're going to have to anyway, <laughs> the Nomura Research Institute estimated that canceling the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics in 2021 would cost around 1.81 trillion yen. It's about $17 billion. Holy shit. Less than the economic damage is projected if another state of emergency is declared. Noting that a decision to hold the games should be made based on impact on infection risks, not from the standpoint of economic loss. But since it's uh, cheaper to uh, have a state of emergency than to cancel the Olympics, we're getting us some Olympics. Oh my god. I hate everything. Yep. 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 On a positive note, 
as far as I'm aware, there have only been two positive COVID cases of the Olympic like delegates entering the country. And they were both members of the Ugandan delegation. So okay. that's that's a good thing. If out of all of these hundreds of thousands of people who are coming into the country to mm-hmm. participate in the Olympics, we've only got two COVID cases. Mm-hmm. That's a good How number. early do they all come into the country? Because I, I should have looked that up and I did not. I have no idea. I think it can really vary. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on... Because some folks work real jobs and have to you know take time off work and stuff at which point they're really arriving right before the opening night so yep whereas others i know try to come earlier and adjust to the time zones and stuff like that so i think it can range from anywhere from like days to you know a month or something i don't know when when the olympic village officially open but i have to say you know everything that you're saying is is correct rachel um and it's been a really controversial thing in Japan. I know the populace has been hugely against it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe even saying controversial is incorrect. <laughs> There's, it's not controversial. The Japanese people do not want it. It's widely unwanted. Uh, it's yes. widely unwanted. But I have to say, it's one of those, and I feel like I've run into a couple of these this year, where like it's so clearly happening that I'm trying to just decide to get what joy out of watching it I can, <laughs> because I can't yeah. do anything about it, you know? So... Mm-hmm. May as well support the athletes who are there. And I don't know, maybe that's not a helpful stance, but it's where I am at the moment, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, I'm aware that sitting in my childhood bedroom saying, well, they could just postpone the Olympics again is uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) a little glib. But, you know, uh, I don't know. Doesn't seem to be a good solution for it. Nope. But it does seem like they're going to go on. So uh, where can we watch them, Rachel? Well, that is a good question. Um, Everything NBC. Uh, So if you haven't been paying attention to any Olympics before ever, uh, NBC has uh, broadcasting rights. And so you can watch everything uh, on their websites, um, NBC.com or the NBC app. Uh, I thought it was interesting. NBC also has... official influence over the scheduling of the events for example swimming uh is going to be in the morning in japan in order to be on the u.s in prime time in the u.s mm-hmm. Yay, so, <laughs> the time zone in japan is considered utc plus nine uh and th- so that means that it is 13 hours ahead of the east coast and mm-hmm. 16 hours ahead of the West Coast. Is UTC means, equivalent to GMT? I think so, but they wanted yes. to take the G out of GMT. I know. Um, okay. Yes. So if the opening ceremony on July 23rd is at 8 p.m. in Japan, which makes it at 7 a.m. on the East Coast and 4 a.m. on the West Coast. So oh. I'm going to be catching the rebroadcast of that. <laughs> uh, on NBC. Awesome. Yep. Yep. Well, any final thoughts there, Rachel? Yes, are... I would say don't attempt to do the math yourself. Uh, go to www.nbcolympics.com slash full schedule. They lay it out really clearly there uh, where it is. Each and each event has a watch live button. Um, so if you do the computer things, do that computer thing. Excellent. That's my recommendation. Well, thank you, Rachel, for that uh, succinct overview of all things Olympic. We are going to go ahead and do some additional mini-sodes about specific sports, if you're interested. 
Um, so stay tuned for those. And in the meantime, we would like to uh, thank uh, Joe, our editor, and also Kevin McLeod, who does the music for Foul Puck. We are available online at Instagram, Foul Puck Podcast, Twitter at Foul Puck Pod, and our website, foulpuckpodcast.net. Uh, I'd like to thank my contributors, uh, Rebecca and Rachel, and hey. I am Nancy, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Hey.